Welcome to the Train With Abs podcast where I talk about everything fitness, nutrition, mindset, health, mental health, business, you name it, we talk about it. I'm going to be releasing a new episode every single Monday so make sure to like the podcast and subscribe to it depending what your viewing is on so that you can make sure to never miss an episode. You probably will know me from my Instagram, which is abs underscore eats with three S's. I have my YouTube and TikTok as well if you want to head over and follow those if you don't already. And my business, Train With Abs, which has its own Instagram account with that handle as well. So I hope you enjoy the podcast. Any suggestions I'm always happy to take. Just feel free to message me them on Instagram and enjoy the podcast. got my sugar-free Sprite and we're going to have a chat about how to overcome fear foods. Normally I prefer not to talk too much about anything relating to eating disorders although obviously I have gone through one quite severely in the past just because it's not really part of my life anymore and that's not an audience that I want to, not necessarily the audience but I think sometimes when people are putting out a lot of content targeted at people with eating disorders it's kind of like preying on the vulnerable so yeah I don't like that which is why I don't normally talk about things too much but I think fear foods doesn't just apply to eating disorders but also disordered eating and I've had so many clients come to me that are still nervous to eat certain things maybe because they've been told in the past by a different PT they're not allowed to or that certain foods are going to make them fat or that they're worried because it's higher in sodium or whatever so I think it's quite a, a large topic that has affected a lot of people so hopefully this can help. I'm going to give five things that you can start to put into place to try and overcome fear foods so let's just get straight into it. Okay number one face them. That's going to sound really obvious but I think we're reluctant to do it. When it's something that you're afraid of, when it's something that makes you anxious, particularly food, your natural reaction is going to be to run away from it and to not have it. But the only way to make something better, it's like any fear or anxiety in life, the only way to make that fear smaller and to make it go away and not become a thing anymore is to directly face it and to do the thing that is scary. By having a fear food, it's not going to necessarily make it go away the very first time you have it, but hopefully you'll be able to reintroduce that thing to you, you're able to eat that food, so let's say for example, bread, if someone's scared of bread. It's not necessarily going to be that they eat bread one time and then they suddenly feel fine, but by doing that, noticing that nothing has changed, they haven't gained a load of fat, nothing bad has happened to them, everything's just as it was before they ate the bread, it kind of starts to get the cogs going and you think, oh okay, maybe maybe it is okay to eat the bread let's try this again so it's not just doing it once you're gonna have to repeat that over and over but the more times you have that bread the more times you're showing your body actually or showing your brain more like you're showing it actually yes I can have that food and nothing bad's gonna happen to me and with time by just repeating that process and showing yourself that actually it is okay to have the food it gets easier and easier and easier and those anxieties get less and less because you literally have evidence that there's no reason to fear this food because I think if we break down the fear the fear is likely that something bad's going to happen to your body maybe you're going to gain fat or, or something along those lines so if you have evidence that that isn't going to happen then it's a lot easier for you to then have that food because you realise that actually there's no rational reason why you need to fear it. So yeah, it can be really difficult to just do that. I know that that's kind of, you know, well duh, just eat it. So it's obviously quite a straightforward thing. So number two is to introduce small bits into your diet. You know, you may think, well, how do I introduce it? Do I say, for example, someone was 
afraid of eating chocolate you know you don't want to get to the point where you've gone from being too scared to have it to then kind of binging on it because you don't know how to approach it so I often for some of my clients that maybe kind of deal with this I suggest for them to try and introduce small bits so say one of an example from one of my current clients at the moment she had a really big fear of um nuts and particularly nut butter and it's because she had maybe kind of restricted it in the past because she was maybe worried about it making her gain fat and then as a result that she would binge on it when she had it so it was a real problem for her and she was really really worried about having it uh, but obviously she's with me so we're not going to let her avoid it so we started to introduce it slowly so I said okay let's look at the food that you're currently eating throughout the day and let's put it into your normal day of eating. So it's not this big event, you're not gonna sit there and eat the whole tub of peanut butter, we're just gonna slowly introduce it a little bit. So normally she would have some either porridge or toast every single day. So I said, okay, what you're gonna do for this week is to introduce a spoonful of peanut butter onto your porridge every day. So you're not gonna sit there and eat the whole jar, it's gonna be quite structured to start with, and you don't have to keep these rules, and they're not saying rules, I call them more structures, you don't have to keep them forever. The idea is that you can be completely chill with everything and not have to think about these things too much. But whilst you're still trying to overcome some of these fears, whilst you're trying to introduce it without kind of flipping the other way and maybe kind of binging on something that you've restricted for ages, I think if you can have some kind of structure, so for her that was, I would just have a tablespoon on my oats every day, you know, that's introducing it, she's getting more used to having it, she's seeing that actually it's okay, and also by putting that into her normal routine, it really helped her to see it as just a normal food. Yeah, it's not this big event, it's not something that needs to be binged on, it's not anything scary, it's just, okay, here's the topping for my oats, great, good source of fats with my carbs and that's it so to just see it as something normal to introduce a little bit and to already have that structure in place rather than panicking and and then maybe feeling like you have to eat the whole thing because you're not sure how to go against how to go about it sorry try and introduce it in small bits but regularly that's the key because if she'd maybe had a spoonful of peanut butter here and there every other month probably it still would have been quite difficult for her but she did do that she had it every single day and again it doesn't mean you have to always have these foods every single day but for a short period of time just to kind of normalize the food for her and take away that worry she was having it daily just a little bit with something that she already had and also it was a bit less intimidating for her to do that because again it was just done in small bits it was just a small spoonful of peanut butter and slowly with time what happened is she obviously saw nothing bad happened actually that tastes really good and i'm really enjoying my peanut butter and now a good couple of weeks or a month down the line she's able to just incorporate it as and when she wants so sometimes she does have it on her porridge but also if she fancies it with a banana in the afternoon as a snack she can because she knows she doesn't have to binge on it because it's not this restricted food it's not something that causes her anxiety it's just a food that she enjoys so now some of that structure can be taken away again and she can just enjoy it but to start with small and regular exposure to it was really really helpful so facing it is obviously number one and Doing it small regular chunks is also something that can really help alongside adding it into your normal daily routine of eating. So number three I've already kind of talked about which is repetition. You need to repeat and keep having these foods again and again and again to desensitise yourself to them. If you're doing it every now and then in a blue moon, yes that may help and hopefully you still have that evidence like I was talking about before where it's like, okay, I had this food, nothing bad happened to me, it was okay. So hopefully that will still help but doing it once 
it's probably not going to take away that fear. So it's just about repeating it, repeating it and repeating it. And at some point it will just become choice, you know, and if you don't fancy that food anymore, you don't have to have it. But the idea is that it's not a fear anymore. You could have it if you wanted to, but equally you don't have to. So I think just repeating it little and often is really, really helpful because also you learn to kind of deal with that anxiety a little bit better because it's not this huge build up. It's not like the, if I use like the nut butter example, it's not like the one day per month where you allow yourself nut butter and you get so nervous before and then you have it and then you don't know what to do. So you end up binging on it because you've just not let yourself have that for so long. That doesn't happen, you know, and because it's every day or very, very regularly that you're having this food, that exposure builds up and builds up and it, the feelings of anxiety beforehand just get less and less because it just becomes normal and you just become a lot more desensitized to it so repetition is also really really important which is so hard at the beginning it's hard enough to even just to have it once you know because there's all this resistance that you're feeling and it is for anyone that hasn't experienced having fear foods or just worrying about eating certain foods because of maybe rules or habits that have developed over time it you know that probably sounds like a, a bit of a strange thing to to say out loud but it is so difficult when you feel that way and when you're struggling with it but this is where you have to be brave and this is where you have to make the decision well it's not going to change on its own you're not going to wake up one day and think oh you know what i'm not worried about that food anymore it does take hard work and it does take persistence but it has been proven time and time again and also by myself by many many people that i've worked with and that i know exposure to it keeping on trying even when it's difficult eventually will get you to the point where you're desensitized and these foods aren't scary anymore and you're able to just be rational about it and just enjoy them so repetition although it's hard it does get easier with time and again if you you know if you're listening to this and you think no not a chance try it you know don't just have it the odd time and expect that fear to go away try it again and again and again use the example i've given have it a little bit or nearly every day and don't just kind of come back after a week and say oh i'm still worried about it no keep doing it keep doing it for a month keep doing it for more than that if you need to but i guarantee you if you are persistent with it and you keep trying and you're sensible with it with time that fear will go away and it'll get less and less and less and less until you don't even think about it anymore and it'll be like oh yeah i had that food at the weekend and i used to be really worried about it but you won't be in that position anymore. So repetition is a really, really important one. Okay, number four is take scary situations or circumstances as opportunities. My clients are probably sick of hearing me say this, but anytime something comes up that's difficult, particularly to do with their relationship with food and stuff, I always say, well, how great is this? We've got a new opportunity. You've got a new opportunity to challenge yourself. Something I always say is nothing changes if nothing changes. And that's true. And that kind of goes for everything that I've said already as well. You're not suddenly going to wake up and your relationship with food be completely changed for no reason. You have to, unfortunately, put in the work first and get yourself to a point where you are in a good position with it and where you're desensitizing yourself to the food and you're proving a lot of these irrational thoughts wrong so anytime you're in a situation say for example another big one people tends to be a fear of oil so say for example you've gone to a restaurant you've ordered a meal that you weren't expecting to be very oily and they put a whole drizzle of olive oil on you know natural reaction is to sit there and have an absolute freak out um and be like oh well you know i was already challenging myself with maybe the pizza or the pasta or whatever the oil on top is just too much you have to sit in that situation and be like right this is good i'm in a situation right now where i feel really nervous about eating this food that's great but it's not great that you feel that way but it's great that you're in that situation because again those fears and those thoughts are not going to go away unless they're challenged so right there you have an unexpected opportunity 
to challenge these things and to get to yourself to a point where actually that could happen and it doesn't bother you and again you don't have to love having really oily food you don't have to love pizza or pasta but it's just the fact of you're able to have it without freaking out and without it causing you any negative feelings and it just be choice whether you have it or not so anytime you're in a situation or if someone you know brings you an unexpected donut one day and goes here's some donuts or you go into work and it's someone's birthday and there's some cake there and you think oh a bit nervous about having that if you feel that feeling of I am a bit anxious about this that is a sign that you need to challenge that and you need to take that situation that might otherwise you feel like oh this is so annoying that this has happened to me actually no that's great that you're put in that situation because that's an opportunity for you to get one step to further towards not being afraid or anxious of these things anymore so take the challenges as opportunities embrace them and create them as well you know don't just wait around for things to happen if you are eating food that you haven't cooked yourself and maybe eating out or not knowing the exact calories you need to take yourself to go and have food where you don't know the exact calories if you're worried about having ice cream grab your best friend and go for some spontaneous ice cream it's the last thing you're going to want to do but again that's a sign that you need to do it and it's an opportunity for you to make that change so that you're not in this situation anymore okay so number five last one i mean i'm sure there's more things i can say but i want to keep this video relatively concise so that you listen to it all number five is just increase your rational knowledge because i think a lot of the fears that come about are due to misinformation unfortunately i know myself when i was anorexic i know you know it, it did get to the point unfortunately where it was a serious illness but even to start with there are things that i believed about certain foods because there may be things i'd seen in the media or things that i'd heard someone else say and you know i believed that um chocolate was bad for you and if i ate chocolate then that was going to make me fat whereas actually you know i could have the same calories in chocolate and the same calories in fruit and yes they do have different nutritional profiles but if we're breaking it down to its simplest form in terms of gaining or losing fat it largely does come down to energy balance so it's more about kind of that than actual what you're eating. There's no food that is bad. There's no food that is going to make you gain fat just because you've eaten that type of food. You know, there it's so much more complex than that. Um, but also a lot more simple than that as well. There is no foods that are wrong or bad to eat unless you're like allergic or it's against religious beliefs or ethical beliefs or whatever. Of course, that's a different story. But aside from those things, there is no reason why you have to not have any food there is no reason to be scared of any food because it actually is not going to have this impact on your body that you think that it will so i think learning as much as you can from reputable sources obviously there's just so much crap out there even now like i think the industry has obviously come quite a long way um, and there's definitely a lot more people speaking the truth about things and backed by science but there's still so many people who you know have these huge followings that just say absolute nonsense to move forward their own agenda maybe they're trying to sell some kind of like diet book or just build a following off being extreme you know because people the, the truth often is boring you know and, the, and to say all foods are fine that's not gonna make anyone money you know to try and say that something is wrong so go for this thing instead this product instead it creates a whole new market opportunity and so much of what you see online is just money that's what social media is it comes back to buying and selling products and yes it connects people but what so that they can promote something else to make money so that's also something to remember when you are looking at 
information online and, and finding different sources but the more accurate information you find the more you can actually try and tackle these irrational fears with the rational part of your brain and again that is really really difficult to do but it becomes easier with time and I think knowledge is power the more you know the more you can understand that some of these things don't actually need to be feared and although that doesn't necessarily make it go away if you couple it with all the other points that I've said in terms of you know facing that fear introducing it in small regular bits into your normal routine repeating it taking and making opportunities to challenge your food or challenge your fears around the food all those things together work together to get you to a much better place with food so you may think why why am I worth listening to why would you bother listening to me I have been through the whole thing and it's something that's very much past me now um, I actually found a whole list of my old fear foods I had to write out when I was in therapy for anorexia which is quite like confronting to read because it was like a huge piece of paper both sides and it's just basically every food that you could think of you know and I, I reached a point where I just wouldn't eat anything at all and I couldn't eat anything and I, I think my dad bought me up a kiwi fruit and I had an absolute breakdown left the house and nearly collapsed so it really did get to that extreme for me where I couldn't eat any foods and now I'm in a place where yeah, I've just made some mini air brownies and had half of that, you know, so I, I'm in a place now where there is nothing really to improve on my relationship with food, which I didn't actually think I would get to that point. Um, so I have done it. I have been there and I've done that and I've done it to the extreme, unfortunately. But now, you know, flip to the other side. Another reason, again, why I don't talk about eating disorders and things like that is just it's just not part of my life anymore. I am what I would consider normal um, which you know everyone has their own normal but in the past that was just something that just I did not believe I would be able to get to so if I can do it you can do it too but the main thing is it does just take hard work it takes persistence and you can't just expect it to go away overnight but if you do all these things if you keep trying you can get to the point where you don't fear these foods anymore you can I honestly think that there's no reason why you cannot do that if you're given the appropriate help you know some people need more assistance than others and obviously if you do think that you have an eating disorder and not maybe just some bad behaviors around food then go and get the help for that um, but again time and time again pretty much all of my clients that have been in like been with me long enough to make a change have these fear foods and then by the time we're done not even worried about them anymore and again with my own experience I can see that it works so these are really valuable things please use them if you need it um yeah but yeah if you like sit down kind of videos like this as well not always to do with um you know fears around food and this is a bit different for me but normally talking a bit more about fitness or nutrition in general just let me know and i'm happy to do some of these as well but thank you very much for watching and i will see you in my next video thanks for listening to this podcast i'll be back with another episode next monday please remember to subscribe to it and like it if you enjoyed and want to make sure that you don't miss another episode and remember to follow me on my social media channels i will leave the link to all of them in the description